Everybody ready? Let's get rolling. This is The Big Show on 97.5, 1280 The Zone in the Zone Sports Network. Show Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. David Locke is going to join us for the entire 5 o'clock hour, but we've had to do some maneuvering. Uh, the jazz media availability for today was scheduled to be at 6 o'clock. They have moved that up, and it's expected to start now at 5.15. So, with uh, due to some equipment stuff, we were going to have David on via Zoom. We're also going to carry the media availability via Zoom. So now we're uh, scrambling behind the scenes to get uh, David with us via a different uh, setup. And then we'll throw also to the jazz media availability. So David will join us coming up here momentarily, we hope. And we will have jazz media availability for you as well. So practice today uh, a little bit ahead of schedule, which uh, seems unusual, but uh, we'll take it. So we'll let you hear from uh, Jazz Media Availability coming up uh, hopefully in about five minutes. And I am not sure who we are going to get. Usually we've been getting a coach and a couple of players. So uh, we'll have some availability coming up here momentarily as the Jazz wrap, wrap up practice and get ready for tomorrow's scrimmage. In quick plug, speaking of David Locke, the scrimmage will uh, air it live right here on 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. It'll start at 6 o'clock. Locke will be on the call. And actually, uh, our boy Austin will be uh, producing that broadcast, and uh, that'll be great. It'll be great to have basketball back, great to have it back here on the Zone Sports Network. Very excited about it. That's tomorrow at 6, Jazz Scrimmage right here. It'll also be on AT&T Sportsnet if you want to watch it uh, on TV. But we're, we're kind of not officially official. But officially back rolling coming up tomorrow. Ball uh, basketballs will be going through the cylinder tomorrow, and you're going to hear all of it uh, right here on 97.5 and uh, in 1280 the zone. So uh, David will have all that uh, action for you, and I'm actually uh, looking forward to seeing the setup. Uh, we've talked to David and uh, Bowler about it. Bowler is going to be on one side of the low of the lower bowl. Lock is going to be on the other side of the lower bowl. The feed from. Um, Orlando is going to be up on the big flat screen boards in the arena, and uh, it the, the setup should be pretty cool. Uh, I'm I'm looking forward to seeing it. I think I may have to venture out there, and that's how I'm going to watch games too on those uh, on those big boards, which is uh, which is uh, pretty awesome. So that is all going down starting tomorrow, and uh, we'll find out how the Jazz uh, conclude this season and uh, the answers to all the questions that we've been talking about. For months and months and months now, we'll get uh, some sort of uh, some uh, conclusion to it all. And uh, very much uh, looking forward to that. Um, we have a little news on the NBA coronavirus uh, front. Um, two, uh, two sons reportedly tested positive for the coronavirus a month ago. Uh, now we know those sons uh, are Aaron Baines, who is still in Phoenix, and Ricky Rubio, who is now with the team. So... Um, he practiced, so Ricky has uh, cleared it, but uh, he is somebody who uh, who was indeed uh, diagnosed with uh, COVID-19. So there's a little news on that front coming out of the, uh, the NBA bubble. Again, we're going to talk to David, hopefully, coming up here uh, shortly. 
Uh, David will be on the Zoom press conference as well, so David's going to do a little bit of, uh, of double duty on this. But, uh, yeah, they move time. So coming up here in a couple of minutes, we will have that, uh, we will have that uh, jazz press conference for you. And uh, I, there are so many things I'm looking forward to. We talked about this a lot in the 2 o'clock hour. So many things I'm looking forward to seeing actually on the floor uh, coming up tomorrow. And you heard um, Joe Ingles talk about this uh, this morning, that I, I'm eager to see what adjustments are made without Boyan Bogdanovich there. And I'm not just thinking, you know, who's going to be in the starting lineup as much of, you know, where do those shots now go? Is it somebody, and I don't think it is this, but is it something as simple of, well, George Niang, now you're doing Bogdanovich's uh, role. You know, it's, it's not going to be that simple. And I'm curious to see how the Jazz work around it. I'm curious to see who's handling the ball and how much, you know, we've been uh, talking about how Joe Ingles, Mike Conley, and Donovan Mitchell are going to kind of divide up that uh, ball-dominant role and that point guard or what we traditionally consider a point guard role, who plays that and who's pulling the trigger on the offense. How is that divided? You know, Donovan, uh, or, or speaking of David, he was talking about Rudy Gobert. Uh, and David's with uh, with us now, which is awesome. Uh, David, I heard you with uh, Hanson Scotty earlier this week. And reset that for me while you're hearing about Rudy Gobert. I'm, I'm excited to see him tomorrow if he comes out playing like his hair is on fire like you were talking about the other day. I mean, the word on Rudy is once he got over COVID, uh, you know, he, he has a gym in his house. And so then he followed the correct precautions and just tried to, you know, and worked as much as he could, like, and really put in a, a incredible amount of work um, as he always has his whole career. And the word is that he has just been dominant. Uh, he has been, he's been tremendous in practice. So um, hopefully this manifests itself into the games and you know that matches pretty clearly matches to rudy's personality is you know the world was against him it was a tough time for him i think he's been pretty open about that that this has been an incredibly trying experience for him you know some self-induced like he's not you know right but that doesn't mean we've all made mistakes he just happens to be little life where you know by running his hand over microphones he ended up being you know really mocked in in a public eye and and has had to deal with that and i think it was really hard and then obviously he and donovan had you know well it sounded awesome while we had it connected I was about to – we're just pulling back the curtain a little bit for the listeners out there. We're trying out uh, a new connection with David because of our uh, 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 Zoom calls we can't have two at once. And, man, it sounded awesome for a minute there, didn't it? That sounded really great. And uh, we'll try and we'll try and get David back. But early review on sound quality from that app, Austin? Pretty sweet. Pretty sounded great. Sweet. Um, what, what David was talking about there with Rudy Gobert and what he's hearing about Rudy, isn't that uh, – David, I, I was just about to say, that, that Rudy reaction to this completely unique situation is totally the Rudiest of Rudy reaction. I love it. He's going to go out yeah. there and make a statement with his play. It's great. Right. No, I think that's, I think that's very true. Um, that You know, that's always who he's been, right? He's incredibly committed to greatness and – um, he wouldn't be where he would be a 27th pick of the draft and be where he was, you know, had been otherwise. So, um, and, and he is, you know, he's improved greatly. There are parts of his offensive game that need to get better. And, you know, he's got to be able to score when there's a guy between him and the basket and some aspects of that. And th- th- he's trying to learn how to do that. And then, you know, defensively, he's been great. And it's going to be interesting. 
you know, the one area where I think I have some uh, hope for the Jazz, despite being without Boyan, is, you know, the common thread for the Jazz last three playoff runs is Rudy, not Gordon Hayward, not Donovan Mitchell, not anyone else. So as long as Rudy's around, they may be able to have an impact in the playoffs. And let me tell you, trying to call NBA games when players are on a television screen without their names on their back is going to be tough. Oh, I didn't even think about wow. that. Yeah, that is not going to be easy, actually. <laughs> well, I, I going straight numbers, I guess, David. You're going to have to do the old school matching it up or, or use that uh, that memory of yours, I guess. I had not even thought about that. Though it doesn't look like a lot of the players in this Pelicans um, Brooklyn Nets game are wearing those uniforms. It looks like they're wearing their regular uniforms. So, but I just saw Luau Caribou. We'll get David back coming up here momentarily. Hopefully, get David back, or hopefully the Zoom Jazz media availability will uh, will commence. Gotta love live radio, man. It's it's just the best. <laughs> oh man, I didn't think about that though from David's perspective, the broadcast perspective. You know, when you don't have the names on the back of the jersey, that's that's gonna make his job a little bit more difficult. Maybe it would be less so if he were in person, but being over a a television screen, yeah, that that is is certainly going to be an interesting. Uh, an interesting challenge. I, I got to give uh, uh, David, uh, Scotty G, Jeremy Castro, uh, uh, you know, the, the the people laying out how this is going to work from a broadcast perspective. Got to give them a lot of credit. Uh, this is uh, not easy to figure it out and, uh, you know, being privy to some of the plans. I think this is going to sound pretty good. I think it's going to sound pretty good. And it's, uh, you, you know, it, it'll be a challenge, I think, for, for David and Bowler. And we've tra- talked to both of them about this, how to, you know, uh, Channel the and, and David, you're back, which is which is great. And I was uh, talking about the challenge that you and Bowler, for that matter, are going to have in providing energy without the atmosphere naturally providing it for you. I think that's going to be tough. Yeah, I mean, like I'm, I still get to call games, so I'm trying to be really positive about it. But there, it's let's see. Like we're going to find out tomorrow, right? Like. Um, it's time. It's time to get ready. It's time to prep. It's time to stop worrying about it. All right. I think we may need to try something else. We can, we can, yeah, just grab David on the phone. It's fine. We'll get David on the phone. <laughs> get Don on the phone. Where are those pictures? <laughs> they do this to me every time, man. All right, we'll get David back here momentarily, or the Jazz press conference will start either way. Um, but, but uh, it, yeah, it, was, uh, it, it will be a little bit of a, a challenge. And I didn't ask David that because uh, uh, I was giving him an excuse to complain about anything. More to point out, uh, and, and David, I didn't uh, ask you that or, or lead you into that uh, to give you an excuse to, to complain about something. I was, uh, you missed this part, but I was giving uh, you and, and Scotty and, and Jeremy uh, Castro uh, credit for putting together a, a broadcast that I think is going to sound really, really good in unprecedented situations. And uh, I don't know if people uh, appreciate some of the challenges like uh, sounding energetic when there's not 20,000 people around you to help you with that. Yeah, we'll have to, I mean, yeah, we're going to try. I mean, Travis Henderson would be a name I would include in that group. I think he's been tremendous. Um, 
in helping us on the radio and the things really be ready for things. So, um, you know, it's interesting. I was actually, I did play by play just a minute ago for you, like, but then it cut off. So you didn't hear it, but it's, um, you know, it's fun to watch right now, right? The like the guys are out there watching Pelicans against Brooklyn. It's basketball. They're running a high pick and roll. Like guys are moving. It's you know, it's the same game we've always known. It's it's pretty pretty awesome to watch these guys and and realize we're getting closer. We just got the five minute warning from the Jazz, by the way. So hopefully that uh, press Quinn conference. Quinn Snyder and Donovan Mitchell. It's big time Ooh. right now. Hey, uh, right in the middle of drive time too. <clears throat> That's nice for the show. We have Locke, we have Locke, Donovan, and Coach Snyder all in the five o'clock hour. That's that's a recipe for a rating success right there. Thanks to Coach Snyder, um, you know one of the nice things we have coming up on radio this year on the uh, for this last stretch is there are two coaches that stayed home for various reasons, um, personal, uh, and are not in the bubble, and so they'll be joining us. Jeff Watkinson and Mike Wells will be joining us on the broadcast. Oh, sweet! Uh, and we'll have their insight. So that's unique. We'll not, we've never had you know a team assistant coach being able to join us during a game in that same uh, manner. We've had you know the halftime interview, but this will be kind of a little bit during game. We'll have them on, um, and pretty excited to have that. Really appreciate um, willingness of, of everyone in the Jazz organization to let us do that, and then uh, Mike Wells and Jeff Watkinson to join us. So that'll be awesome. Yeah, that's that's amazing. I'm just finding out about that. That's incredible. This is going to be a great. Yeah, I think Jeff's going to Jeff's going to join us for the first segment of post game show every night. Um, so, wow, that'll be pretty cool. Yeah, that is awesome, uh, David. As as you prepare for the the return of the of the season and prepare to broadcast games, you know, folks don't know this about you. You you do a ton of homework, a ton of homework stuff that you know doesn't even make it to the broadcast. And and I'm going to blindside you with this question. What was the last rabbit hole you went down? Oh, I went down a lot during the last four or five months. I so, figured. Um, oh, I mean, what was the last rabbit hole? Oh, I mean, I've done a bunch. I mean, probably the deepest one was trying to dig into Donovan and what what takes Donovan from Donovan to Bradley Beal scoring? What takes Donovan to Dame Lillard playing? Um, I think that was significant. I, uh, with all the transition work that they've been talking about recently, I dug into a little bit of our transition only to find out that Boyan used more, tra- which I knew, I think, that Boyan uses more transition possessions than anyone on the team. So as we talk about getting faster without Boyan, someone's really going to have to do that. Um I got in a pretty good rabbit hole on Joe Ingles' shot selection and where he's getting his shots and how he gets his shots and how much it's evolved from predominantly from almost 80% of his threes were catch and shoots. Now it's 50-50. Um, and that if he's going to replace, take the role of Boyan offensively, he may be able to return back to an 80% catch and shoot three-point shooter, which should bring him back, you know, his percentages up. Um, he also, you know, used to take, I think, um, something about 25% of his three-point shots from the corner, and now is down, as, I have to check that, but is down really low, and Boyan's a good corner three-shooter, so if Joe can can come back to running to the corner and getting out open in the offense early in the corner rather than play, waiting for the ball um, and playing, you know, playing off the ball a little bit more than he has been, I think you'll see Joe get back to being the elite-level corner three-shooter and catch-and-shoot guy. Um there have been a lot. Some of them were really bad and didn't um, yield much of anything at all. I tried a bunch of different angles on things and found absolutely nothing was really trying to 
do find some creative stuff during the break and didn't didn't i had a bunch of really bad failed projects i wanted to ask you that question because i i know kind of this um this stretch has been probably challenging for you because you have one of the busier minds of anybody that i know so i was just curious because you have you like me sometimes have a tendency to go down some rabbit holes and get into it yeah i mean i dug into a bunch of things trying to figure things out the the one though that's most unnerving i mean has me like panicked because i just don't have any memory of like what was going on during the season. Like I just was pulling up my jazz notes and like, you know, every time we made a clutch play during the season, I, I have it. I have a sheet that has clutch plays just so that, you know, when you, I would love it when I'm listening to broadcast and someone's able to like, all right, well, Donovan, you know, da, 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 you know, I have like Donovan, you know, Jay versus Oklahoma city, 21 seconds. Like that's the final, that's the first game of the year. Donovan drive and foul against Phoenix. I was like, Oh yeah, I don't remember that boy on eight points in the final six minutes against Phoenix. Okay. Like, Rudy's eight for eight free throws in that game. Like, I don't remember. Like, Boyan's game winners, I do remember. Mike Conley's high pass to Gobert versus the Brooklyn Nets. Like, I had to go. I was like, okay, I got, like, like this is why you leave notes because they spark things. But, boy, I don't have much of any memory on any of these things when I um, when I found them. Donovan's nine points in the clutch versus Portland. I had to go back and watch that. I don't have any memory of that happening. So I don't have a great memory, which is, you know, not great for me. Um, and some, you know, I didn't remember that we've, we're fifth, we're 151 or excuse me, 157 and 11 since 15, 16, whenever we've led by 15 points, hmm. second best in the NBA. Did you know that we've won 68 straight games in which we've led by 20? I had no idea. Wow. Like I, didn't, I don't remember any of these things. Like, they're all in my notes. And my, you know, my notes were last really checked before Oklahoma City. So, hmm. um, so well, you know, it's like last 11 games from Mike. And, like, is this relevant, by the way? The last 11 games from Mike Conley, 17 points, 4 rebounds, 5 assists, 48% from the field, 46% from three. Like, is that relevant still? It's tough because it was four and a half months ago. <laughs> I mean, I don't think the fact that he was 22 of his last 50 on above the break threes is probably relevant. Like, that's probably not, but the fact that he started to play well might be. Well, and uh, he sounds confident, David. I know that's, I mean, who am I to make that judgment? But in his media availabilities, I mean, he, he seems like a dude who's feeling good about where he's at. The three players that have been mentioned when I've talked to people are Mike Conley, Rudy Gobert, and Tony Bradley. Interesting. Those are the three players that have been kind of mentioned in conversation about how well they're playing, what they're doing, Mike's comfort level, understanding. I mean, I think Mike's a little bit more of a scorer than a point guard, and I think we've probably adjusted to that a little bit. Um, so I think that's, you know, that's an interesting little um, note on him that we'll see how he adjusts, how he you know evolves out of that. Uh, and then I think Rudy's just been on, you know, working. And then Tony, I just think grew up. Like, I just think it was like the time and place in, in talking to people who spent a lot of time with Tony and around Tony is like, just in a weird way, this time and place for Tony, like being on his own, not being back home, not going back home. Um, he's just grown up and we've seen that in the media interviews. He's completely different. 
David, as uh, we wait for this press conference to begin, I think we're going to step aside for a moment and, and get a break. We know you want to jump on with that media availability. So sorry about the, the shuffle today. Thanks for giving us uh, at least a, a few minutes uh, of breakdown. We appreciate it. Okay. Talk to you soon. Thanks, David. We'll see David tomorrow. Tell David I'll see him tomorrow. Gonna be here in this building. It's gonna be good to see David. All right, we're gonna step aside uh, here momentarily. We'll have the jazz media availability. Coach Snyder and Donovan Mitchell for you coming up next. 97.5 and twelve eighty. The zone. I got my toes in the water, toes in the sand. Not a worry in the world. A cold beer in my hand. Life is good today. Life is good today. Adios and Valcones. Yeah, I'm leaving GA. And if it weren't for Kilo and pretty senoritas, I'd have no reason to stay. Adios and Big show. Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. Big thanks to Locke for jumping on with us today. His appearance, as usual, brought to you by our friends at the Murdoch Auto Team. And, of course, uh, we, we cut lock loose and uh, took a break, hoping that uh, media availability would uh, would start because it was uh, scheduled to start at 5.15. And we're still waiting. So stay tuned. We're going to have Coach Schneider and uh, hopefully Donovan Mitchell coming up here momentarily. Can I uh, slide, Austin, my my second choice for not sports report in here real quick? Why not? Since, since we're treading water? Why not? Uh, and my not sports story at 450 uh, it had to do with a dumb criminal. This is another dumb criminal story, but but a little bit different. Where are you finding these? I don't know. Just uh, just around the web. You're not going to share your cash with us? Uh, this happened in a California Verizon store. A, uh, a woman uh, went into the store, uh, not mer- wearing a mask. They asked her to do so, and she refused. Okay. And, and uh, put up uh, some resistance. So the uh, Verizon store uh, called the cops and said uh, that this uh, woman uh, was uh, refusing to leave and not wearing a mask. They've asked several times and she refuses. So they say, okay, we'll send somebody over there, right? Uh, then the Verizon store called the, the cops again before the cops had gotten there and said, um, here's the quote, they're calling back and advising that the female is pulling down her pants and is now uh, urinating inside the business. Oh, my heavens. <laughs> Where do you go from near to near? I don't know. I don't know, but the story is not over yet. Stop! This is the, this is the dumb criminal part. Uh, the responding officers, I'll read right for the story, the responding officers collared the woman and found several items that had been stolen from a nearby Dick's Sporting Goods uh, they found those in uh, in her car when they eventually caught up with her. So if you're going to break the law, if you're going to be in possession of stolen items, maybe uh, a, a crazy mask protest in the Verizon store is not the best idea. Right. Uh, criminal 101. If you get away with something once, you disappear into the background quietly. Don't, don't call attention to yourself. What's the matter? Let's uh, let's set aside her disturbing behavior for a moment. Just, you know, if you've got stolen stuff, just put on the mask and keep your head down. I mean, the mask will help you. <laughs> That's a great point. As a criminal, won't it? I hadn't even thought about that. Has that ever crossed your mind as you're walking into the grocery store yes, with your mask on? Like, it has. 
this feels like I'm about to make a bad decision. Meaning rob a place. Not, right. It's right, a good right, decision right. to wear a mask. I'm just Now, so my wife, maybe people don't know this, my wife works at a T-Mobile. She does. And she has this, I'll call it a battle every day, where as an employee, who happens to be a masker in real life too, in her personal life, but as an employee, she is charged with the following the mandates of her employer. Right. And her employer has said no one can be in this store without a mask on. Right. And so as a customer comes in, the first thing, someone's right there and says, we, we've asked that our customers all wear masks. And if they refuse, they say, well, well, then we can't help you. I'm sorry. And she has to, every single day, have this child daycare fight with grown adult people over them putting on a mask or not. And I just, as you said, they, the Verizon store called the cops. The poor dispatches around this country right now that have to field to 75 calls every 10 minutes about people who won't put on a piece of cloth for 10 minutes to pay their T-Mobile Verizon bill is, is amazing. That they had, that, that is the, the world we're in. But then she decides, you know what? You're not only going to not make me wear a mask, but you're not going to tell me where I get to go to the bathroom either. Yeah, but I'm going to go ahead and vandalize the store. Let's, let's put it that way. Yeah. <laughs> and 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 had possession of stolen property. Oh my gosh! <laughs> Dumb criminals, Austin. That's what I'm saying. Dumb criminals. Did so. I assume she was arrested and charged with all these things. Uh, I believe so. Yeah. The the vandalism, uh, the public mischief or distor- disturbance or whatever, and the the stolen and property. And the, the stolen property. Yeah. Brilliant. Very smart. She calls up a criminal defense attorney. Yeah, I need some help. Okay, tell me about your case. How long does before that attorney says I'm not I'm representing passing. you? Not going to happen. Well, the you know this will probably get handed to a public defender. I you know what to to any public defenders that are listening out there, you should write a book. I don't know if you can do that legally because I guess you'd be uh, attorney client privilege and all that. But can you imagine the stories about criminals that a public defender could tell? Uh, Even a defense attorney in general, I suppose. But public defenders, I bet they get handed some pretty, uh, pretty out there stuff. That that is, I I wonder why someone becomes a public defender. Well, there's, <laughs> there's no money in it. Yeah, the right. So why go to all that law school, all that all that trouble, and then have to deal with all this kind of behavior and not get paid for it? I mean, um, you get paid, but it's not like. It's not the big time defense. I money. would I would hope the most common answer is public service, and I say that one hundred percent genuinely because they they well, play have to be. they play a an incredible role in our legal system. Oh sure, don't get me wrong at all. I'm extremely grateful for them. They are important. We don't have a perfect law system in this country, but I think it's the best in the world. And when it comes to court and how that happens. And just because you don't have enough, a lot of funds should not dictate whether or not you get representation. Right. And I have this uh, opinion about, um, like, I believe that that is so important. I, I believe that they should be compensated more than they are because, and I believe this about other professions too, you know, to be a public defender, it shouldn't be just because you're Mother Teresa. You know, yeah. just because you are uh, sacrificing your own personal success for the greater good of, uh, of humanity. If you have to defend P in Verizon store with stolen property anti-mask lady in California, 
you should be handsomely compensated for such time. Right. Right. And unfortunately, I don't think that's the case in most communities. I don't want to speak for all communities. But all right. So we're still treading water for the media availability. We'll step aside once again, and hopefully we'll have Coach Schneider and Donovan Mitchell for you next. 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. I'm here to introduce the best coverage of the teams you're passionate about from the guys you know and trust. Go Child! You're listening to The Big Show with Gordon Monson and Jake Scott. Presented by Mountain America Credit Union. Guiding members forward for over 80 years. Yeah, yeah. On 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. You know well, I'm a chicken fry. And cold beer on a Friday night. A pair of jeans that fit just right And the radio Big Show, Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. I want to remind you, coming up tomorrow, we're going to be at the warehouse, 86 East University Parkway in Orem. Prices so low, it'll blow your mind. That's at the warehouse. Get on into the warehouse. Tom and the crew, they'll take great care of you. And uh, they're going to have a new, a brand new Salt Lake location opening soon, which I know uh, Tom is very, very excited about. So. Do we know where? Has that been advertised? Uh, it hasn't been advertised yet. Okay. But it's close to the old Salt Lake location. Good. Just that's down, a lot of stuff to have to move. Just down the road. Oh, yeah. When I saw Tom last week, that's, that's all he's been doing. So uh, they're very excited about it, though. Very excited. So... We'll be at the Orem location coming up tomorrow, 86 East University Parkway. So make sure you uh, come on by and see us, especially if you're looking for a a sweet deal on anything from mattresses to furniture to rugs even. It's it's the warehouse. Um, Talking a little NBA basketball, Utah Jazz have their scrimmage tomorrow. In fact, tomorrow while we're at the warehouse during the 5 o'clock hour, we'll kind of move over into pregame mode. Um, with the Jazz schedule the way that it is, uh, if you have not seen it, the Jazz play mostly day games during the eight seeding games. They have one, Austin, correct me if I'm wrong, they have one 7 o'clock start. Everything else is before. Monday the 3rd against the Lakers, I think, is 7 o'clock? Is the only 7 o'clock start. I, I think you're right. Uh, there's a like an 11.30 start in there. There's a bunch of early afternoon starts. And so... I'll be anchoring our, our pre-half and post-game coverage for the Jazz as usual, uh, but it'll kind of be, and I actually think this is going to sound really cool, it'll kind of be sprinkled in with our normal programming. So if pre-game happens um, during the Hanson Scotty show, for example, then I'll jump in with Hanson Scotty and they'll be basically my, my co-hosts. Uh, for pre-half and post, or or Gordon with the with the big show. Gordon will be part of the pre-half and post-game coverage. So we're kind of marrying game coverage in with our normal lineup, which I think will be pretty cool. So it won't uh, it will kind of give a different flavor for for game coverage, which uh, I'm I'm very much looking forward to. So that's kind of how the eight seeding games are, are going to go. Um, the, it'll it'll just be a little bit different. So tomorrow's scrimmage is going to be at six, however, uh, but uh, it, it's it's going to be interesting going forward. And then of course there will be more day games in in the first round of the playoffs, but they'll they'll move exclusively into prime time as far as the NBA schedule goes, as uh, the groups are more and more pared down, and there are uh, obviously fewer games to be had. But during the beginning, 
you know, if you're used to jazz, all your jazz games starting at uh, 7 o'clock unless they're on the East Coast, uh, that is not going to be the case. We're going to have a lot of early uh, early starts, which is going to be really cool. And I, I wonder, this community, you know how uh, Austin during, I don't know, the best example of this I can think of is like the World Cup where uh, we have these games at odd times and sometimes like uh, uh, people's jobs are on hold or the NCAA tournament where people blow off work and, and go watch the games. I wonder how much of that will, will happen with this uh, these jazz games in this the final eight games of the regular season. You know, I bet you have a lot of that. Guys uh, ducking out of the office early if there's a 3.30 start. You know, I would say happen down to the old sports bar, but I don't know how much that's actually going on. Well, the, the good news is most companies have, uh, if not kept it the way of doing business, made it an option of remote working. Oh, yeah, working from home so where you, you just... Now that's where I'm going to say is how much remote working is going to be more remote and less working Oh yeah, during these times. Oh, wouldn't it be cool to monitor that, like have some sort of metric? You know, like you see that uh, stat uh, every year around the NCAA tournament, like this many hours of work are lost because of the NCAA tournament. Wouldn't it be cool if you could just isolate Utah... Yes. And see the work productivity, whatever meter, however they measure that, during if it the goes jazz games. up and down during the during the jazz games. Because you're right, if I'm working at home, and I've got some, uh, you know, like uh, all hand Zoom company meeting, and the jazz games on, I'm uh, turning off the video <laughs> link. You know, <laughs> that ain't the day to have the video option uh, selected. <laughs> no, that's. Uh, I'm just going to go ahead and turn this off and uh, turn on the game. And do you think if you're streaming the games on NBA.com, they have a boss button like the NCAA will do? Like the NCAA, NCAA tournament? I don't know. They should. That would be funny. That would be funny. It just opens some random baloney uh, spreadsheet. spreadsheet. Yeah. Which is always funny. Have you I, have you ever actually read one of those boss no. button spreadsheets? No. Uh-uh. It's, it's, it's hilarious. Is it funny? They put like movie quotes and, really? and just little, uh, like, uh, what's that five four? What's the song that has the girl's phone number in it? Uh, eight six seven five four. Uh, wait, eight, is it something like eight, that? Six, yeah. seven, five three zero oh, nine. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah. Oh. yeah. So in song lyrics and all kinds of stuff. That's really funny. But yeah, I bet productivity goes right into the toilet uh, during jazz games during the middle of the day, and I'm all for it. The fine. Yep. And if I'm an employer in these times, go for it. Whatever. <laughs> Whatever. Is it going to help you stay sane so you can be a good, uh, productive employee? It will? Well, then, terrific. Why don't you watch your basketball game? And maybe, because you're grateful that you've remained employed, right. that during those two and a half, three hours that you are remote, quote-unquote, working during the jazz game, then later that night you make up for it and do a little nighttime working right. for the old I boss. Got, I got you. Uh, but I, I do think it's going to be cool. And, and again, if you're a, you know, if you're a basketball fan... It's going to be all day, every day basketball, and it's going to be uh, it's going to be really, really cool. I'm really excited for it, and it really gets started tomorrow with tomorrow night's uh, scrimmage. And again, you'll hear it all right here on 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. David Locke will have all the action, and of course, Bowler he'll have all the action for you on AT and T Sportsnet. And Austin, uh, we get to actually see them tomorrow. How about that? Now, do do we get to actually physically see them? Because I was. As Bowler told you yesterday, or told you and I yesterday, and as he told Hanson Scotty today, he's been given ex- uh, express instruction on you go in, you get your temperature checked, you put your mask on, you go to the broadcast spot, and you won't see anybody. 
the whole time he's here. Well, I mean, have you that seen? That it will all be remotely done. Have you seen the lower bowl? I think <laughs> I could I think I could socially distance and say hi to Bowler, and I think we'd be all right. But then it will go over air. I'm not going to do it during the game. <laughs> hey, Bowler, how's that rash holding up? <laughs> I'm not going to do it during the game. I'll go over, I don't, during a commercial or something. I just want to wave at him. I've got that anti-diarrheal here for you. You asked for, Bowler. It's right here. <laughs> I just want to see Bowler unlock. Just to wave and say, I feel like I a normal you. human. <laughs> I'm interacting with my friends. It'll feel this like feels crazy. It will feel like we're waving to the uh, old timer uh, cruises, or not cruises, but as they were leaving the the motherland on the boat. Oh, on the ships for the promised land. Like waving the hankies. Yeah, yeah. We'll go in there. We'll wave hankies at Lock and Bowler. Although I don't know, Bowler's a, a big deal, and so is Lock. Maybe they have private security or something. Maybe I'll get roughed up if I try to. Well, you know, Ron Boone's security will get you. Oh yeah, I... they're already aware of you. I'm sure. I'm already on the list. Yes. <laughs> it's <laughs> called the Jake Scott Protocol. Remove this person on site <laughs> already. Right, yeah. There. Okay. Well, I'll be careful with that one. All right. It is the big show. Gordon Monson, Jake Scott. We'll have more next. 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. Wrapping up a big show, Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. Tune in tomorrow. We're going to be live at the warehouse down in Orem, 86 East University Parkway. Prices so low, it will blow your mind. Today has been uh, a lot of fun. Talking a lot of jazz basketball. Of course, the scrimmage, scrimmage numero uno going down tomorrow, 6 o'clock. You'll hear it right here on the Zone Sports Network. In fact, Austin is going to be producing that broadcast. Yeah. Are you looking forward to being the uh, the recipient of David Locke's wrath? I'm very much looking forward to it. Yes. You, you are? I don't know if people know this about, about me, but uh, I kind of tell you how I feel. Right? You do. It's true. And uh, I don't know if people know this about David, but uh, he kind of tells you how he feels. He also does the same. So we're a great match, and there will be no problems whatsoever. Uh, he's got a great producer, though. I think he'll be fine. The guy that will come in and replace me, yeah. Well, that's not exactly what the I was The guy I'm training, about. yeah. It'll be great. <laughs> You're excited about it? Come on. I, I am excited, Jake. I was just about to tell you, this scrimmage may as well be Game 7 of the NBA Finals. Well, it's back. I don't care yep. uh, what it takes. We are going to have live jazz basketball on our air tomorrow night. If, we, if I could, I would kiss you. But we're distanced. We are so. distanced. That would not be, you know. And the CDC doesn't like it. No, they don't like it either. In fact, tomorrow at this time, you'll be listening to jazz basketball. You'll be an hour in yep. at this time. How about that? We'll be at halftime. Awesome. Bring it on. All right. Uh, until then, we will talk to you tomorrow on The Big Show, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. Movie Zone coming up next.